0: This is Melody, and this is a special edition of The Water Cooler. I have a special guest today with me, Brandy Kennedy. She is the wife and mom of a family that we helped in um, Lo- No, Jupiter Farms, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Yes, and um, she's going to tell us a little bit about what they went through moving to the farms, things that um, honestly surprised me. I knew that it was uh, a pretty red area out there, but I had no idea some of the hateful things that people were um, actually capable of. So we're going to go through that and uh, what's going on now. So... Brandy if you want to take it away and just sort of let us know you know how things started you moved into the farms how long ago
1: oh my goodness so it um a little over a year I want to say around the May June area oh okay um we've been there so um we actually moved from further south uh Lake Worth Florida um and we have five sons so
0: we wanted wow. somewhere
1: that was a little bit more secluded and, you know, gave them space to actually be able to be boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted an area that we could, you know, build community. Um, our 15-year-old is a youth leader at our church, so we wanted an area where he can, you know, have his youth group um, and just build community with the neighborhood. Oh, um, yeah. Shortly after we had moved in, I want to say it was in March, um We had put in, prior to March, a full court, basketball court, um, and one of our basketball hoops were shut out. Oh, wow. So my, yeah, um, my husband and I were actually, we were at work, and our middle schoolers got home before we did, and they called us hysterical, um, saying that something happened to the basketball hoops. So they ended up putting us on um, FaceTime so we can see, and it was very clear that there was a bullet hole through our basketball hoops.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, Just,
1: it was one hoop actually. And then, so that kind of just prompted um, some concern with my husband and I. And I remember we worked for the same company. So me sitting in his office and him saying, there's more to this. And I look at him like, what? (laughs) And, you know, like any husband, his goal is to protect his family and to not cause panic or, you know, anything like that. Um, So he had informed me that, A few times there was a gentleman out front of our house walking back and forth um, with a Confederate flag. And we didn't think anything of it, you know, to each their own. If that's what they want to do, that's perfectly fine. Um, But it was a little weird that it was in front of our house. Like we live on the corner, so it's not like we have a lot of people around us. Um, Mm -hmm. And we have just about a four acre lot. So
0: it's a little strange. Yeah, since this is Uh audio only, I just want to let everyone know um, your background. So your husband is white. Um, you're black and you have five mixed race children. So actually, um, my husband is white. Um, I am black and
1: white. My mom is oh, white. Okay. My dad is black. And then my um, five sons are five sons, but their father is black as well. Okay. So they, they are mixed um, with
0: 25% white. Okay. So just to give that background and some context that there very well could be serious implications of this man walking out front of your house with a Confederate flag.
1: Absolutely. Um, But, you know, I mean, it was something my husband was, you know, he didn't disregard, but it was something that he felt he didn't need to um, alarm me or the other boys with at that point.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: You know, the the gentleman was across the street, so it wasn't like he was actually on our property. Okay. Um, And then apparently there had also been a few times where, There were some um, people that had stopped. um, And my boys and I, we spend a good majority of our time outside. I mean, that's why we have the land that we have. Right. And we're all pretty athletic. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently there was a gentleman that stopped and asked him, you know, about just being the owner of the property and saying, you know, this is a government owned halfway house, right? And my husband says, "Um, no, like me and my family live here. And the gentleman wow. was like, no, like the people I see here, this is some type of like maybe a sober living or something. And my husband's like, no, like me and my wife and our children live here.
0: Wow. And the
1: guy just didn't want to didn't want to take that. Like, um, so he ended up leaving. And there were a few other occasions where there were people that stopped and, and would say things like that. I'm um, yes. just asking, you know, what was what our home was. And our home looks just like any other home. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a fairly decent size and we have a fairly decent size lot, but I mean, it's, it doesn't look like a building or anything like that. Um, So it was a little bit strange, Um, but after the hoops were shot out, then we, we were devastated. I mean, and then, you Mm -hmm. know, just hearing the things that my husband had told me, we were able to kind of put two and two together, that it was actually, you know, somebody just being evil Mm -hmm. Um, and things kind of aligned from there. Um, So we, decided to respond with love, then that's the only way we know how to respond. Um, so we planned a community barbecue. Um, my husband did a write-up on the Jupiter Farms um, Facebook page, the Jupiter Farms neighborhood app, um, and just invited everyone in the community over to you know meet us and meet our family. Um, we took care of the cost for everything. Um, we had about 250 people attend. Yeah, so it was was a really, really big turnout.
0: You really Um, reached out to the community, fed them, tried to meet them, because a lot of hate is driven by fear. So you were opening your heart and arms and home to them. And how did they respond?
1: Um, uh, so initially it was great, you know, I mean, and when you say opening your heart and homes, absolutely. Like I had these people inside of my home, like they were mm-hmm. pretty eager to see <laughs> what the inside of our home looked like. Right. Um, my husband and I make furniture as a hobby, so they wanted to see all of that. And, you know, so they were pretty up close and personal at that point.
0: Wow. Um,
1: and, and it was great. And there was a, a women's group, like a luncheon group that actually invited um, me to lunch and, I'm sitting at lunch with this group, and not knowing at the time that there's apparently a Jupiter Farms ramp page that is um, consists of some pretty nasty people with some pretty cold hearts, right um, but not knowing that a lot of these women were on that page, and actually, one of the ladies that was there was the one that runs the page and she um, we were just doing just having simple conversation, and one of the ladies was talking about her having pigs, and she said to me um someone said would you like a pig and the lady said oh no she already has five. Oh my so here gosh I am. <laughs> the only person of color sitting at this table with I want to say there was maybe 10 of us eight to 10 of us and in a crowded restaurant and how do you respond to that um I am so sorry and then only later to find out that these were a lot of these women were the same ones, you know, on this ramp page that were, um, you know, calling us racial slurs and just really slandering um, our name. Um, oh, my gosh. So, so friendly
0: to your face and not so friendly and then slamming you behind your back. Absolutely. So, I mean, and you can only imagine, you know, coming into the
1: community, wanting to make friends, wanting their children to play with my children. But that kind of put things to a halt because who do you trust?
0: That's terrible. Yeah, yeah you um, already so let then... some of these women into your home and they're calling your children pigs. That's so disgusting. I'm so sorry. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Um, some, some time had passed with that. And then apparently on the rampage, um, just due to, I guess, COVID and things going on in the world, Um, you know, there were riots and, um, things taking place, but Mm -hmm. on the ramp page, they had posted, um, a meme of some monkeys rioting. Well, um, we, we weren't on the ramp page at the time. Um, and we're we're currently not, they actually, um, deleted my husband and wouldn't allow him on there because of course they couldn't talk about us with us being on there. (laughs) Right. Um, because they're cowards. um, Exactly. Yeah. So a lady actually saw it and she reached out to us and she said, hey, um, she actually um, messaged us on a, the initial post that we made in March, inviting everyone to the barbecue. And she said, hey, you know, there's some things going on in the community right now. And I think, you know, that it's really important that we try to build, you know, some some unity. Um, is that something you guys would be interested in? And, you know, my husband responds back and says, absolutely. Um, well, some of the folks from the Rampage caught wind of that and started destroying this lady on Facebook. I mean, mm. just completely destroying her. And then we got drug into that and it blew up to continue to be this big racial thing. Um, and the lady's intent was, was just really good. It was just saying, hey. And she hadn't even told us that she had um, saw or what the meme was on Facebook. She had just said she had seen some things, and you know she wanted to know if we wanted to be a part of building unity in the community. Wow. Um, and we were—we later found out that um, got a screenshot of the actual meme that was was disgusting. Um, that they would even do that, but from there it just continued to spiral out of control, and of course, um, we became the target um, mm-hmm. one, once again. Um. So we. Uh, in response to that, we ended up, um, my son, he's 11 years old. He, uh, he wanted to, you know, and things that were going on in the world, he wanted to make a, a Black Lives Matter sign. Um, you know, they're, we we educate them as much as possible, and they're well aware of what's going on in, in the world, and it's important that they know who they are and that they they stand up for who they are, um, mm-hmm. and they don't shy away from that.
0: Um, and that they're so he painted.
1: Absolutely, yes. So he painted like a a one by two foot sign and we put it on our fence and he just wrote the words Black Lives Matter and then it got defaced. So someone came and spray painted criminals over it. Wow. Um in response to that, I believe it was um Madison um Ferrar, um who's a, a family friend. She um works with some different groups and she organized uh a, a Black Lives Matter um I guess I wouldn't even call it Black Lives Matter. I would say a unity march Mm -hmm. in Jupiter Farms. Um, So there were about maybe 30 to 45, 50 people that attended. Um, We had nice signs. I mean, it was very, very peaceful. Um, We all gathered at my house. We we marched down um, Randolph Siding, 130th, into Indian Town Road. Um, In response to that,
0: And that's actually, I'm um, sorry to interrupt you, but that's actually how I met Madison and her mother, Christy, because of that event, she promoted this peaceful walk for unity. And um, you're right. It was 100% to try to unite the farms and show support of your family. And um, she was getting death threats on her phone because her phone Mm -hmm. number was on the poster um we called her as black lives now in support of her movement and to you know try to help and invite them to be part of our group and to do more of these um but from what i've heard and you can tell me because you were there um you met some uh, aggressive opposition is that correct
1: Absolutely. So in response to that, prior to then, there were, of course, um, a lot of negativity circulating on social media from the Rants group and people in, in, in the farms. Um, you know, one of the messages said, you know, we need to purge these degenerates um, as soon as possible. Um, so they gathered a group of people and actually met, um, they meaning individuals from the rampage page and mm-hmm. the neighborhood. Um, and they met down on the opposite corner. Um, but during the march, we had people driving past us, calling us racial slurs um, right outside my house on the corner.
0: And there I was, have to uh, mention, Madison is what, 15? 15 years old, yes. A lot of the people in your march were young, right? They were high schoolers, <laughs> your kids' yeah. age. and yep, yet my kids. On the opposition, I just want to make a point. These are adults, nasty, racist adults against a bunch of children with some adults. It's just heinous. I'm sorry. Keep going.
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, so we we did contact the Palm Beach County sheriffs and, you know, they did kind of black off a route for us to walk. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a gentleman driving past and he had his... um, Gun hanging out the window.
0: Oh my god. Um, And
1: he was waving his gun at us, and the police did pull him over, but there's nothing they can do if he, you know, has his license to carry. Um, But uh, imagine your 11 year old walking down the road, just standing up for who he is, and you have a grown adult waving a gun at him. Imagine the terror that went through his mind.
0: Yeah, and actually, that's not legal. Just because you have a concealed permit, you can't wave it around I'm disgusted that they didn't do something about that
1: yeah they pulled him over and they did you know search his vehicle and then they let him go on his way and these are the same people that kept driving past us and screaming things at us out the window and squealing their tires and honking their horns and um yeah that's terrible so a lot of that behavior um uh a little bit later. So my son's sign had got, we repainted it. Um, I want to say geez, at least four times. And they kept doing the same thing, like just destroying it. Mm -hmm. Um, a neighbor actually painted us a sign that we hung higher on the tree. It was a little bit of a bigger sign and it just said, you know, BLM. And then on the bottom it said, Jupiter farms loves you. Um, and, and in response to that, um, And then so they they couldn't really get to the sign, or at least at that time, they weren't brave enough to get to the sign on the street um, Mm -hmm. or on the tree. So they ended up painting down the middle of our street, our whole black in large letters in the middle of the road, racist and arrows pointing to our house.
0: Um, (laughs) Talk about gaslighting. Yep. Yeah.
1: They painted all over our fence along our property um, you know just racial slurs and um, completely destroyed all of that um, I, I will say there were um, a few people in the neighborhood that you know we really appreciate and were so sweet and when, when we woke up and we saw that I mean it was it's devastating you're like what in the world you know and you wake up to people literally people outside of your home again we don't There's not a lot of people around our house, Mm -hmm. so you wake up to a lot more traffic. You wake up to a lot more people like walking down the street and standing, you know, on the road, and you're like, "What's going on?" And then you see, Mm -hmm. Um, but there there were a few um, folks from the neighborhood that came out and they were actually trying, like on their hands and knees, trying to scrub it off the street. Wow! Um, And you know, we're we're so grateful for them, and you know, that's not something that they they had to do. Um, but we we work to try and get it taken care of as soon as possible because mm-hmm. for the kids to look outside and see that every day um, yeah it's not okay no um, so uh, you know that pretty much continued we um, ended up putting so we ended up moving um, our flag to our actual barn um, that says black lives matter um, and it's inside of our property. So our whole property is fenced and we have two gates at the front and at the back. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the most recent events, there's somebody actually came inside of our our gate, um, close to our house and spray painted our barn, Um, racial slurs on our our barn, Um, left, got a paint sprayer, came back in um, our flag is up pretty high, I want to say probably about 12 feet, um, sprayed and destroyed our flag, walked out of our gate, walked around to the front of our house, and defaced both of our signs, the one on our fence and the one inside the fence, um, and just had absolutely no shame. Um, they and took their wrote, time. All along our fence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they took their time. I mean, they were they spent a total of 15 minutes inside our fence on our property and walked the whole time. And we, we could see this on our, our
0: cameras. Wow. Um, and you so had that, a total of seven incidents so far of people defacing your property, correct? Yes, seven. Wow. So the
1: day after that happened, um, obviously, it was on the news. We called, you know, the sheriffs and did everything that we could and repainted our sign and the next day the next morning um they did it again even though they were on camera and the camera was being circulated on the news and everywhere they just had absolutely no shame um and did it again wow so
0: and what um, was the response after that from the community
1: uh, the, the response was, it was great. You know, I mean, you can only imagine after seven times, our family's feeling defeated. Yeah, um, We're confused. We've responded with, with love. We've, you know, we've, it, I mean, it's, it's been in, insane the past year. We moved to this house because this is where we, we wanted to, this was our re- home until retirement. You know,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: we talked about my 14 year old taking our home, you know, once we retire and him and his family living there, you know, that, that, that's the plan. This was like your Um, dream
0: home, your, your home that you, you know, pass on to your kids. This is your, um, your estate really. Absolutely.
1: And it's become a nightmare. I mean, there's been multiple occasions where my husband and I have been out at actually both times we were at CVS and They've the boys have called us uh, hysterical that there's cars lined up right outside of our house and they're honking their horns and, and flicking them off and yelling things out the window, um, just sitting there like it's it's OK to do that.
0: Um, so, I mean, terrorizing. Our that's children. the thing that's so sad about this is that, you know, especially with the election, there can be differences of. Opinion, there's two sides of the fence. But when you cross that to harass and ridicule and scare a family, there's something infinitely wrong with that. And I don't understand why people think that that's okay. You know, Melanie, I, my husband and I have worked really hard to, you
1: know, not bring politics into this. And we have Republican friends, you know, we have friends that are Trump supporters, but it's so hard because it's these people that are sitting outside of our house, flicking our kids off, calling them racial slurs, waving their Trump flags. So it's to the point where when my children see someone representing Trump, they get paranoid. I mean, they and this they don't know what to think or what to expect.
0: And this is exactly how prejudice happens, that... You're treated poorly by a group of people. And then what are you to think when you see someone with a MAGA hat on? You automatically become fearful or defensive that they might try to hurt you too. And the thing is, is that's what white people have to struggle with implicit bias. We've been taught for hundreds of years that black people are not equal, that um, their skin color is scary. And as much as we have consciously tried to grow out of that, it's this systematic oppression um, that has been driven into all of us from our ancestors from the past that we have to get over. And what I hear now is that in the past few years, it's just gotten worse based on our leadership that it's more okay to be this way. And I try to stay nonpartisan. Um, we do as a group as well, but we have a pack page. But I have to say that, you know, Trump has done some good things and bad things, but no matter what, everyone can agree that he's an influencer and from what i've seen Mm -hmm. he's absolutely brought out a lot of hatred and divide he's he's influenced in a way that has made people more comfortable being more hateful and as much as we try to keep politics out of it i think it's important to mention because I have friends who are Republicans as well. And, you know, personally, I feel like I can't really wear or show the American flag with the same pride as I used to because it's been taken over by the whole MAGA movement. And I think that those things need to change. We need to take back our America And even though we want to stay unpolitical about this, it is true. He's very much an influencer and people who follow him or support him need to be aware of what they're aligning with. And the people who have harassed you and betrayed you and literally vandalized and um, just completely made your life a nightmare have all touted trump am i absolutely. correct Absolutely,
1: you are absolutely correct Aaron. i know
0: that you know in experience or in response to what was going on your friend christy reached out and um kira who i met online had a great idea to come and um Just shower you with love instead of the hatred and she brought a bunch of signs and we attached a lot of signs to your fence just to make you feel like there is a section of the community that do love you and accept you and value you as people and um she did a great job and I just want to make sure that we give a shout out to her and everyone who came that day but even when we were there doing that for you, there was someone on a golf cart with a bunch of Trump flags who drove by and completely hijacked the whole thing. This was this moment of the community coming together for you with love, bringing you flowers and balloons and plants mm-hmm. and, and telling you how valued you were. And we had the news there um, to show that not everyone has hatred in their heart You know, it's a very tenuous time with the election and, um, you know, very tense culturally in our communities right now. But we're there to support you. And instead of the news featuring all of that support and love, it became an article about this Trump supporter yelling Blue Lives Matter to you. For two seconds, while we were there for an hour, it's just super I, I sad. Even,
1: I will even say, you know, the um, news reporter—he, you know, he was—he was black, um, and before he could even get out the car, he opened his door and he said, "A, a lady dressed in um, Trump gear, I guess, hat, shirt, whatever, from head to toe, stopped." And started screaming at him, and he couldn't even get out of the car.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, he told me the same said, story.
1: Yeah, he said, "Is this this is what you're dealing with?" And I'm like, "Every day." Yeah. Um, but you know, even even despite that, I, I will say that my family is definitely so appreciative of Christy and Kira and you and just everybody in the community. I mean, that day, you know it it, it just it really warmed our heart. I mean, it, I, I can not express how grateful we are for everyone that's shown up and showed up all of the posters, you know, they took so much time and wrote some really, really nice, sweet things to us. And even since then, you know, the letters that we've received um, in the mail all the way from Canada and I mean, it's, it's been incredible, the support support that's been shown to us, I'm so um, glad. you know, not only from, you know, people in Jupiter Farms, but, you know, PGA and just other areas. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's been really nice to be able to, I sat down with my boys um, on Friday and we actually read through all of the, all of the cards and, and letters we got the other day in the mail and they, oh. they were super excited, you know, preschoolers and things like that. So um You know, it it helps them. It helps me and my husband, um, you know, show them there are still good people out there and it helps them to to be able to see and experience it too. Because, you know, right now it's a struggle. It's a struggle to say, to teach them, yes, your grandparents, your grandmother is white, your step-grandparents are white, your stepdad is white, and they love you. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, this group of Caucasians don't love you because of the color of your skin so trying to help them differentiate between what's you know the good people and the bad people and to help them still keep a a pure heart has been a bit of a challenge but you know this this has helped tremendously
0: i'm so glad i just feel so terrible that What people don't realize is the fallout here. You have an 11-year-old who was afraid to go out of his own house, who used to spend all of his time outside, and you specifically moved to this community to have space and freedom, and you've been confined to your home. You had to leave your home for a while. And it's just so sad to me that human beings could make you feel that way. We just have to do better as a community, as people. Racism is taught. It is not an innate thing. I think that you know everyone is born in these kind of um, territorial and um, tribal ways. and we have prejudice, but we're not innately racist. And unfortunately, it is taught from a very young age. My kids are much younger than yours. They're five. Um, One just turned six. And my daughter is about a year old. And she will go up to anyone. She's several times has almost gone off with another family. She's so friendly. And, you know, even with COVID, we went to a hotel recently And she was just enamored with this little boy. Um, He was a black little boy, about two years old. They were both kind of splashing around in the water. And the grandfather immediately kept yelling at him to leave us alone. And I said, oh, no, he's fine. They're playing. It's okay. I mean, with COVID and everything, I kind of understood. But with kids, it's hard to keep them away from each other. And in the pool, we're not wearing masks. And, you know, so I... I understood, but I didn't want him to think he was bothering us. And he said, yeah, you know, but I don't know you, you know, I don't want you to be upset with him. I said, no, no, I'm not upset. It's okay. Um, and hes he just sort of looked at me and was like, okay, you know, you never know. And I was like, you know, not everyone who looks like me is friendly, and I'm really sorry about that. And it just struck him, and I realized that, That's exactly what he was worried about. He This is pre-election. Pre-election, I'm some random white person, and I am very much a possible threat to him and his family. And it just made me want to cry because this election was so close. There are too many people who subscribe to that. I just... It is so sad and we have so much work to do. And I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart that there are people, maybe only half, but there are people who love you and support you. And I'm so sorry for everything that you've been through. And I appreciate so much what you're teaching your sons because it's so important. If I were them, I would hate white people. I would think this is terrible and everybody you know, is mean, so forget them. It's so easy to fall into that, you know? Yeah. Now, I just want to touch on an update. So after the community came out for you, did you have anyone else reach out or step up? Like the police?
1: Um, so they they actually did so there were detectives that were sent out to our house they they did spend an, an evening um, just kind of um, monitor watching our our property. Um, and I, I will say since then we have pretty much had um, a sheriff sitting in our driveway um, or along the side of our house um, just about every day. Um, wow. In addition to that, we do now have our own um, private security. Um, and the um, I want to say the police chief actually reached out to us, um, you know, just a- apologizing for all that our family has been through and, you know, um, just wanted to ensure us that he he's not letting this go, that he's going to stay on top of it. And I, I will say since that phone call, he's he's held true. And like I said, there's been a car sitting, you know, outside every day I mean it's not ideal Mm -hmm. you know to continue to live like that like right you you don't want a a private guard with you all the time you don't want to look out your bedroom window and there's constantly a a police car or every time I pull in my driveway I have to wave them out so I can get in I mean that's not nobody wants to live like that right if you Um, wanted secret service you
0: you would have you know tried to be president (laughs) (laughs) right right
1: (laughs) um but you, you know, I, I will say they, you know, they're, they're doing what they can, you know, yeah. right, right now, um, and and we we appreciate it. It does provide you know a level of comfort mm-hmm. um, for us. So
0: well, but I'm that's been,
1: um, Really nice. And I, I will say, um, I believe, and I don't want to get this wrong because my husband was more involved in in this and the conversation, but I want to say Sheriff Bradshaw. Um, did reach out to a friend and apparently he is friends with or knows Joe Biden's brother. Um, and Joe Biden's brother and my husband did have a call and, you know, he just, you know, did express, you know, that he's, he's extremely sorry for what we've gone through and just letting us know that he, he supports us and our family and that if there's anything that we need, that we can reach out to him.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's been in the midst of all of the, you know, the evil and negativity. There's, there's been a lot of, a lot of love, and I'm, you know, we just pray every day that our, our boys see that, you know, and and they're able to kind of put all the negativity in the back um, and and not allow that to,
0: to overtake their lives, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to say, Melody, my,
0: I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What would you like to say? Mm.
1: There, there's been. S- several times, my husband and I have had many discussions in regards to moving. Um, you know, we, we want to keep our boys safe. We, we want them to live normal lives and play outside and have neighbor friends that we don't have to worry about who their mm-hmm. parents, you know, <laughs> how their parents are going to react. We want our, our teenage boys to date and not, you know, have to have that fear hanging over us right. every time they walk out the, out the door. Um, and we've had discussion with our boys, you know, that, you know, we, we think we should move. And my 15-year-old keeps coming back and he keeps saying, mom, we can't move. He said, if we leave, then this just becomes someone else's problem. That's true. And, you know, we need to stay here and, and take care of that. Um, and, you know, as, as hard as it is for us, and we're still trying to encourage them as kids, there's a lot of times where they're actually the encouragement for for us as adults.
0: Yeah, um, it's funny so, how that works. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah so you know i mean we're they they do they 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 see the light they do see the good in it they do see you know the love um especially you know our our bigger boys our older boys Mm -hmm. um you know and, and i think they're really appreciative of that
0: i'm glad i'm sure you've heard this before but god has plans to prosper you not to harm you and as much as you've gone through the ringer with moving here your boys are right i mean People can try to cut you down, but you've become a symbol of hope and unity and love in a very dark area. I mean, I've heard that Jupiter Farms has militia and has, you know, all of these racist ties, and yet you're there, a strong pillar in the community that is... Well respected and valued by lots of people in and outside of that community, and if you left, you know they would they would continue to rain their racism on someone else. There's other black families in that community who really look up to you. We've had lots of messages from people saying, you know, it just gives them a little hope for the way that Jupiter Farms might go. That we can come together and have you know some evolution there and so I just pray that you have as much support and um and love that we can give you because I think that it's so important that you feel that that it's not just the negative neighbors you know
1: absolutely yep absolutely and we've been able to you know experience all of that i've been connected with you know um a few other families um you know biracial families and it's been really good you know we've been able to support each other that's great um, because we experience you know very similar very similar things and you know it's Even though on the outside, it sounds completely horrible and like there's no hope, there really is. And there's been a lot of good things that really have come out of this. That's
0: fantastic. Um, Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And thank you for taking the time to speak to me and give, you know, an update and um, the whole story to everyone, because a lot of people out there care about you and are wondering and. Um, if there's anything they can do for you. And I just want to say right now, if there's anything that you need, you can always reach out to us. I know that the um, the show of support seems to be the best thing for you guys. Is that still the case?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay, great. So we'll continue to support you. And um, if you want to learn more about how you can support families like this, please go to our webpage, blnow.org. We're also on Facebook and other social media and all of that is on that page. Um, Brandy, thank you so much. And um, thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.